0: Two, three, go! Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had two posts on sportsmedres.org. That's R-E-S dot O-R-G. In the first post, we reported on a study where the authors concluded that more than half of patients seen at an emergency department for an ankle sprain receive NSAIDs and almost 3 out of 10 patients receive an opioid. In the second post, we described a study where the authors reported that a six-week hop stabilization training program improved landing mechanics and self-reported outcomes among male collegiate basketball players with chronic ankle instability. If we take a closer look at that first post, we find that the authors used the National Hospital Ambulatory Medical Care Survey to describe how often a patient received a prescription for medicine during an emergency department visit for an ankle sprain between 2006 and 2015. The authors excluded any patient with multiple diagnoses at discharge. The authors adjusted all of the findings to reflect what we would expect throughout the United States. Between 2006 to 2015, the authors found emergency departments treated more than 9 million isolated ankle sprains. Medication was given or prescribed at about three-quarters of the ankle sprain visits. A patient typically received a single medication. More specifically, a patient often received a prescription for NSAIDs, or opioid-analgesic combinations, such as acetaminophen with oxycodone. From 2009 to 2010, the percentage of NSAIDs being prescribed increased by 13%, while opioid analgesics decreased by about 12%. Overall, the authors found that about 3 out of 4 patients with an isolated ankle sprain received a prescription from the emergency department typically at discharge. It's not surprising that the most commonly prescribed drug was an NSAID, as this is consistent with current practice guidelines for conservative management of an ankle sprain. However, clinicians should follow up with these patients to monitor the onset of side effects, such as gastrointestinal bleeding. Furthermore, we should be cautious until more prospective studies can help us understand their effect on long-term recovery. Another alarming fact was that almost 3 out of 10 patients received an opioid analgesic combination due to the potential consequences associated with their use. Patients and healthcare professionals should consider alternative conservative methods such as rice or physical rehabilitation with NSAIDs instead of opioid analgesics as the first line of defense when managing isolated ankle sprain symptoms. It would be interesting to know how many patients received advice or referral to see an athletic trainer or physical therapist. This referral may be a key step to preventing long-term complications such as chronic ankle instability or medication misuse. Lastly, sports medicine clinicians should follow up with a patient after an emergency department visit for an ankle sprain to ask what was prescribed, educate the patient about medication, for example, what's the proper use and side effects, and initiate other conservative treatment strategies. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was an infographic about sports specialization safety recommendations in young and adolescent athletes. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and the infographic on our new website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.